We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wilder in Florida to play the Panthers. 5 o'clock starts Central Time. They're 1-1 one one on this trip. Looks like Matt Dumble will be upstairs today. Golden Gold for men's hockey. Big series with Michigan uh, Golden Go for women, they played a matinee against Bemidji State today. It was on Fox 9 Plus. I was thrilled to find that because in the studio here, I, I have over the air, and I, I found Golden Go for women's hockey this afternoon on Fox 9 Plus. So a tip of the cap there. Jez Myers joins us from the rink live. And Jez looks like the Golden Go for women took care of business against Bemidji State today. They said all the right things going into this one, Steve, about, you know, taking your opponent seriously. Bemidji State has had a tough year. So this was a series that the Gophers absolutely expected to win. They did win both games. Now it gets really interesting. The next three weeks, they've got a trip to Minnesota Duluth. They've got Ohio State and they've got Wisconsin over the next, their next six games are against really the cream of the crop in the, in the WCHA. So uh, if you're, if you're going to win the conference for the second year in a row, you're going to have to do it in the next, uh, in the next three weeks or so. And it's going to get really interesting for these Gophers. Yeah. And the Ohio State story, we all know about UMD as far as women's hockey goes. Uh, the, the Bulldogs have been around the top for a long, long time and, so on and so forth, Wisconsin as well. But the, the emergence of this Ohio State program, and there, there are a lot of ties to what, what's happened over at the U and so on and so forth. But, uh, man, Ohio State and women's hockey, definitely uh, the real deal, and it's happened fairly quickly. You talk to Nadine Muzzerall, you know, she's a former gopher. She yep. went there to, to be uh, the head coach. That was her first head coaching job. And they don't have a great facility there. They admit it. It's, it's you know, equivalent to a, a high school practice rink of what you'd have in Minnesota. But they pack the fans in there. They have fun with it. And talking to Nadine, who's a great hockey coach, uh, the one thing she sa- likes to say is if – you're any kid in North America, you already know Ohio State because you've seen them on TV playing football. You know the logo. You know the Buckeyes. You've heard the fight song. So she can go into any kid's uh, living room anywhere in Canada or the U.S. and say, I'm from Ohio State. Doesn't have to explain anything more. They know who they are, and, and that's been a huge advantage for them. Yeah, for sure. Any news on facilities? They got plenty of money. <laughs> that's uh that that's literally the multi-million dollar question at ohio state is when are they going to get serious about building a, a real hockey rink to accommodate both their men's and their women's program yeah. the buckeye men you know and, and the buckeye men are very good this year although they lost to wisconsin last night they play at the schottenheim center which is also the basketball arena 
which is way too big for college hockey. And then, the, like I said, the women's team plays in a, in a rink that's way too small. So I said they need the Goldilocks solution. They need to find one that's just right somehow in the middle. Yeah, kind of like what they, they did down in Tempe for Arizona State. By the way, an NHL team moved into that building, which is a whole other story. But, um, you know, that's a great building. And speaking of buildings, a huge gift to the University of St. Thomas. And uh, they, they are going to get a beauty, a, a multi-purpose arena uh, for basketball and hockey. And based on renderings, it looks like a real gem, and it'll be on campus. Look out. And, and not just the main uh, ice sheet, which is going to have about 4,000 seats, which will be, you know, talking to the coaches over there, an absolute game changer for the type of player that they can recruit oh. to come to St. Thomas. But they're also building a second ice sheet uh, in the facility that's going to have, you know, a couple hundred seats. So they said that's also going to be an important place for hockey in St. Paul because you can attract youth hockey programs. You can have high school teams play there. You know, there, there's going to be a lot of kind of buzz of activity around the St. Paul campus uh, of St. Thomas once, uh, once all of this gets going, hopefully in about the next two years. Yeah, and that, that really is. And, and we have touched on it in the past. You know, St. Thomas already making inroads, I, I would say particularly in the girls' game, getting some really good girls' players to come into that program. And um, it, it, there, there's no doubt when you add the building and the fact that, you know, uh, a potential Division One player, especially if they're from the greater Twin Cities area, can, can stay in the cities and play D1 hockey, that, that's a big deal. Oh, and it's funny, Steve, I talked to uh, recruits that they're getting, uh, kids that have committed to St. Thomas for next year or beyond that. They all talk about that business school, you know, just a renowned business school there, a great yeah. place to get an education. It was fun listening to the folks, uh, the administration folks, when they made this announcement, talking about how they're kind of establishing their identity as a, uh, as a big-time athletic Catholic college in a major city, you think about Villanova, you think about Boston College, you think about Georgetown, you know, some of these schools that are big names in metro areas. And, and St. Thomas absolutely has visions that, uh, that they could be in that vein with, with, of course, their own identity. Yeah, and I think uh, getting away from hockey a little bit, uh, the football team has shown that they can more than compete at the next level in the Pioneer. And I I would think that at at some point, if they can get a facility figured out for the football team, would would love to maybe make the jump to the Missouri Valley Football Conference. But uh, don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Glenn Caruso sure can coach the game, that's for sure, and they're getting a lot of good players and having a lot of success on the football side of things. Now, uh, Mary 3M Arena, Mary Uchi, a couple of heavy hitters in the Big Ten, Minnesota and Michigan, whale of a game on Friday night. Absolutely. You know, two really good, really talented teams going toe-to-toe. Um, I, I got a problem, Steve, as a writer. I'm running out of good things to say about Matthew Nyes. I mean, the, the way that guy takes over games, and we saw it again last night, it was kind of fun. I'm walking around the concourse before the game, which I like to do, just kind of get the, get the feel of things, you know, down below the press box. And I run into Miro Nyes. That's Matthew's father. He's originally from Slovakia. He lives in Arizona now. He moved his family to Arizona. So they live in the Phoenix area. And I joked about, you know, having to make these trips to Minnesota in January when it's so gray and cloudy and cold here. And he said, yeah, it's sunny and 70 every day in Arizona about, about this time of year. But he doesn't mind, of course, coming up to see his son play. 
Well, I asked Matthew about that after the game, after he gets uh, you know a, a highlight reel goal at one point in the second period, and then he scores the overtime winner. I said, if you're going to force your parents to come up here in the winter where it's gray and cloudy and cold and all that, if you're going to force them to leave Arizona to come watch you play, there's a little bit of pressure to at least put on a show, right? And Matthew was great, and he, he said – he said for Christmas, he said, I knew they'd be making these trips. And, of course, he's been drafted by Toronto. So you'd think uh, maybe next year, maybe two years from now, he'll be playing uh, in Toronto as well. He said for Christmas, he bought his parents winter boots and he bought them winter jackets, just, just nice. prepping for that uh, hockey career, not only coming here to Minnesota, but maybe going to Toronto in a year or two. Yeah, and a big kid, too. Absolutely. He's got some size. And, and you know, uh, the the general consensus is, this will probably be his last year with the Gophers because this is a guy with the size and the skills that could probably make a pretty seamless transition to the NHL game, you know, later this year, if not next year. But Bob Mosco last night said, you know, he, he was great as a freshman. He's taken a huge step this year. And, man, he'll be even better for us next year. And he kind of had a little bit of a grin. So there's a little bit of campaigning to maybe try and get Matthew and I to spend one more year in college and, and, and give the Gophers another run. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Jess Myers joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. He works for the Rink Live. And did uh, this Michigan team, this Minnesota team, we have touched on this before. And there's there's still the people, yeah, the old days, the WCHA. But as we have touched on with the addition of Notre Dame and, and the growing depth in this conference, um, you know, the, the Big Ten's a real deal. It's pretty good hockey night, night in and night out. You know, if you uh, you had a, a packed building last night, you had a great atmosphere, great crowd. You had two really good teams going at it for for sixty minutes plus, because of course the game went to overtime. I don't know what you're looking for if that isn't uh, college yeah. hockey at about its best. And I like to point out this, folks: people who say, "Well, I'm not used to playing Michigan State, Michigan, Notre Dame. I miss the old WCHA." Well, go back to the 1970s. The WCHA included the Gophers, Michigan, Michigan State, and Notre Dame. So this technically is the old WCHA when you have those teams come to town. Yeah, and you know what's kind of crazy about all of this too, Jess, is is here we are rapidly closing in on the end of January, and it goes really quick now between uh, here and the end of the regular season and the the start of the the Big Ten tournament. You know how in, in the middle of July or excuse me, at this time of year, you know how it's easy to think about, man, I wish it was the middle of July. I wish I was sitting on a pontoon somewhere in the sun. Well, this is one of those times of year where I think about, you know, middle of July when it's really hot out and I can't sleep because it's so humid at night, I'll think, man, I miss January and weekends (laughs) like this one where you've got great college hockey going on. You've got the wild going on. Hockey Day Minnesota coming up in just a week. And Steve, I got to tell you, probably the greatest game in Minnesota was played last night uh, 365 miles from here up in Warroad, Wyzetta, which is ranked number one in the state in boys in double A, went all the way up to Warroad to play Warroad, which is ranked number one in single A. Uh, you know, a head-to-head matchup of theoretically the, the state's two top teams. Warroad came away with a 3 nothing win with an empty net goal. But, you know, there's just so much fantastic hockey going on right now. This is, this is really a great time of year. Well, and what's amazing about it, speaking of going quick, uh, the girls' regular season closing it out very soon. They they moved to sections in early February already. I, I was kind of looking ahead at the schedule and, and trying to 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 beg 
and 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 get games, whether it's on a streaming service or local cable TV. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, it, it's girls' section hockey time, and boy, I sure would like to be able to call some Andover Huskies <laughs> games in, in February. So uh, I, I'm I'm lobbying already for that. So I've you know we've had this conversation before, but hey, if you're a real hockey fan, mark your calendars right now. Go go get to a couple section final games, boys or girls, oh, yeah. A or double A, it doesn't matter. Those section championship games are the best, most intense youth or high school hockey that you will ever see because. It's do or die. One team gets to live its dream, gets to go to the state tournament, gets to play at the extra energy center. The other team's done. Season's over. You know, it's it's the absolute everything on the line kind of game, and I just love to watch those. Yeah, and it's coming up very quickly as well. All right, Jazz, good to visit with you. Thanks, as always. Enjoy the coverage. Uh, how How do people follow you? How do people find your work? TheRinkLive.com, we've got a ton of content there, all the college teams locally, a lot of great high school coverage, a lot of great youth hockey coverage even. So uh, we've got it all covered at The Rink Live. All right, just great. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.